0: Welcome to the Matchmaker Matchmaker podcast, where we tackle the toughest questions about dating. We are your hosts, Elisa Ben Shalom
1: and Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. And without further ado, let's get to our question of the day.
0: Rabbi, 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 what is the question of the day?
1: The question of the day, dear Rabbi and Elisa, I'm currently speaking to someone and I can't tell if I'm in the, this is quotations. Friend zone or not, what should I do? Oh, the it's so friend hard.
0: zone. That's so hard. They might not know either. So just to give you a little <laughs> bit of a, a clue in, uh, they might be on the fence or they might be like, well, I don't want to ruin the friendship, whatever. But friend zone meaning they put me in the friend zone, not that we're already friends. A bunch of people are hanging out, maybe I'm like leaning towards like, ooh, flirting, and they're leaning, I'm feeling like I'm getting friend zoned. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm going to just throw something out there that probably is going to be controversial and tell me what you think. Ooh. I don't think that platonic relationships can really happen.
0: We're on the same page as in my book. <laughs> get oh, really? real get married. Yeah. Don't you know? Chapter something, something, that's so like <laughs> chapter chapter 38. I man, don't think depends. I,
1: I, I mean, and, and I think that there are pe- t- today in our day and age, People just friend zone because it's more comfortable because it's easy. Oh, we'll become friends and eventually it'll become romantic. Uh, uh, It doesn't happen.
0: No, it does happen. It it could
1: happen, (laughs) but it doesn't happen.
0: Well, it doesn't happen often enough for my liking. I like that friends get together. Everybody's afraid of ruining the friendship. And I'm like, well, if you have a friendship, that's one of the key foundations of a life partner, soulmate marriage mate. Like this is one of the things that you need. You must be able to build a friendship
1: with this person. Such a good point. Yes. You you can be friends first, but if it's constantly friend zoning, because it's comfortable, like it's almost like I I see people who I've set up a number of times and they're constantly just going right for the, what they call friend zone.
0: I don't, I listen for a bunch of people. I just got to call it out. They're not attracted period. They're just not They're not drawn to the person physically. They're not interested in them. That's why they're not wanting to... So
1: they're a nice person and they just want to not hurt them.
0: You're a nice person. You're a good person. You have great advice. You're fun to be around. I couldn't ever imagine giving you a hug or kiss. Not going to work. Right. Uh, So like for a lot of people, that's the case. For other people, they're like a little bit neutral in the middle ground. Like, oh, I don't want to ruin our friendship. We have something so beautiful. I'm thinking, like, yeah, you yeah, have something so beautiful and you can make it even better, my friend. <laughs> like, right. you could be best friends and life partners for your lifetime. This is good. It's hard, though, because people do lose friends and then people get a little bit uncomfortable and then they start acting weird. And then the person you thought you could count on, you can't count on. And then things get strange. And like, but you gotta... were they
1: really friends in that case?
0: That's a good question. That is really a good question. Right. Can really good friends also weather that storm? I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure that somebody can weather that storm because if one side is interested, but it's not reciprocal, then the side that's not interested can be friends. Sure, no problem. We can go back to that. And the side that's always interested is still always interested, even if they say they're friends. Right. I know, you know. They know they want something more. They would totally be happy and fine if there was something more. But then it was like, oh, but if there's nothing more, it's okay. We could just be friends. And you don't mean it. You just don't mean it. You don't want to be friends.
1: And, and, and what do you think that tells you about relationships then? The nature of relationships.
0: Tell us, Rabbi.
1: <laughs> it, it, there's something more. There's something greater. There's something greater. That relationship greater. needs... Vulnerability, relationship needs intimacy. It needs something greater than what the friend zone can give you.
0: Right. But I think that friendship, companionship, right? Mm. Having somebody by your side, those are key foundations of a relationship. And then we add in love, which is also in a friendship, right? We add in joy. We add in physical intimacy. We add in our values being aligned. Like we add, sprinkle all of this stuff together. And often friends do have values aligned, like often they're they're friends for that reason, because they are in alignment. I think it could be
1: as I listen to you, it could be a good start to a relationship. But you have to be vulnerable enough and take that that risk that maybe you'll lose the friendship, but you may gain a life partner.
0: I'm for that. Like if you ask me which way to go, I'd rather you lose the friend, because the truth is, when you get married, I don't want you to keep somebody that close to you. Because your life partner is not going to necessarily appreciate you having somebody else in your life that's so close, even maybe closer than than them at some point, because that doesn't even make any sense.
1: Right. And it's what's interesting is that that often as somebody who deals a lot with newlywed couples, it's often an issue that comes up in new marriages is that, you know, do I pick my my wife or husband or my friends? And if you're at odds, if, the, if it's the friend or the wife or husband, you know which one to pick. And if you don't know which one to pick, then uh, let us teach you the <laughs> wife or husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for making it explicitly clear. Choose your life partner. The friend uh, is not going to be the one to be chosen. Yeah, that, It's a hard pill to swallow, though, because who's been there for you longer? Usually your friends. Who might be there for you longer? Probably your friends, right? Like your friends are going to last and stick around longer than many of the marriages of modern day. This is not boding well for marriage. I'm sorry if that's giving you like a, oh, Aliza, you're not making marriage look so good. But uh, we are fixing the problem because we are helping people to choose really fabulous life partners.
1: And we also need to put our eggs in that basket, so to speak. Yes, it's true. Your, your partnership, your relationship is new. And your friendship has a lot more history to it. So, yeah, it's not going to be the same right now.
0: Okay, I have something really funny. When my husband and I first got married, we didn't know each other for very long, like five months ish. I mean, when we met, we met maybe eight months before that, but we really dated, uh, you know, for about three weeks, and then got married four months later. But anyway, we're sitting at one of the Sheva Brachas, one of the after parties after the wedding. And one of his friends from college is like, how long you known him? And I'm thinking, eight months. And he's like, I've known him since college. And I'm going, "Mm, that's nice. He's like, do you even know how he likes his coffee? And I was like, "Mm." no. And I turned to him and I was like, how do you like your coffee? And he's like cream and sugar. And I was like, he likes cream and sugar. Thanks. Figure that one out. (laughs) Like, No, I didn't even know if he liked coffee, let alone how he liked his coffee. And it was one of those moments where the friends really knew him well in many different areas, in many different ways. And, and I didn't, and I felt a little bit on the outside. It was actually one of those, like, well, that was uncomfortable. Like, thanks for that That was that a great out.
1: reaction. And now I know.
0: Right. <laughs> and now I know. And, and, and by the way, I picked him. I'm going to be married to him for my whole life. I'll know him better than you. And I'll have known him longer than you, too. Just you wait. <laughs> right.
1: And he didn't marry you. Yeah. And right. I'm saying he didn't marry the friends.
0: Right. 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 He didn't right. marry the friend. Oh, this is so hard. Okay, I'm going to give you a blessing that please, God, may you have clarity in how to proceed with this friend. I hope that you get the guidance and the support, the intuition or the mentorship that you need to know whether you should flirt a little more and try a little harder or let it go and uh, remain friends. But if you want my advice, I'm pushing for you to flirt and make something happen like drip, drip, drip. Woohoo! We're in a relationship. That's that's the Elisa method.
1: Let us all say Amen. Thanks so much for being here and joining us on this fantastic journey through relationships. If there's any questions that you have for us, we want to hear them. We love your questions. We love your feedback.
0: Thanks so much for being with us. And as always, may you find somebody wonderful. And when you do, message us.